In episode negative one of Unshuffled, we find bands that the other person has never heard of. But first, here's some awesome intro music from Seven Planets. Unshuffled. We're on. It's unshuffled. Unshuffled time. Here it is. So this is this is this is a negative episode. We don't, we negative don't know, one. We don't know what'll ever become of this. We're very negative in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so in in this episode, we're, we're going to be talking about the 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 each one of us has come up with five bands that we think the other has not heard. Yep. But that's not the plan of how we're going to run the rest of these episodes. No, the rest of them will be completely different. Um, but yeah, that's this one. We can do all sorts of things. No one's going to hear this, so it doesn't matter. I'll listen to it. Mm. <laughs> all right, so the, I'm going to start with my first band. Yeah, let me guess. We're going <laughs> to volley back and forth, right? All right, yeah, we're volleying. <laughs> Uh, if, just say, hypothetically speaking, we already did a version one of this, <laughs> you don't get to say you've all of a sudden heard of this band. No, no. no. All right. So I my can't remember it. <laughs> my first band is out of Austin, Texas. And yes. They're called the Black Pumas. All right. Texans. Texans. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a, uh, a fella, a Latino fella, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and a uh, African American soul singer. Mm-hmm. Two guys. Yep. Doom. Doom metal. Wait, does this have to be doom metal? <laughs> no. Okay, because no, they're not doom metal. They're oh, soul. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, the Black Pumas. Black Pumas. Pumas is what I'm gonna keep saying. <laughs> uh. All right. So, talk to me about them. Should I listen to them? You should. You definitely should. All right. Should it's, I listen to them now? Yeah. Here, I got it queued up. I can play it for right. you right now. I've got some headphones here somewhere. Wait, are we going to... No, no one's going to hear broadcast it. Broadcast you listening yeah, to it? Yeah, we're going to broadcast me listening to it. All right. Why are they good? They've just got this... Well, here. Because it's... Hey, we don't want to break copyright. No, that's true. So it's sort of funky stuff. It's soul. It's mm. soul. It's funky. Are there any horns? No. They're backup singers. Oh, that's nice. Right? Yeah. That's good party music. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. The Black Pumas. This is a recent album? Metaphor. Yeah, it just came out this year. Okay. This year, 2020. 2020. Right? Yeah. All right. I better stop that before mm. they sue us. But uh, we got Black Moon Rising. That was uh, that, of course, was the track four, which was, that was fire, fire. But uh, stay gold. Oh mate, touch the sky. All right, I like it. That's the sort of stuff that um, yeah, you could get the, the dance floor moving at the party. Mm-hmm. All right, mine are all much heavier. No, that's okay. Um, 
there's a there's one at least one that you've heard of but i hadn't heard of that so well done you you've escaped the first band is a japanese band my first band that you've never heard of is a japanese band they're called uh, palm uh they're from osaka they are um, damn good. Um, I first saw them in a basement of a bar in Melbourne and the l lead singer, I didn't take much notice of it before the gig, but he had a small cut on his forehead and halfway through like the first song that they played in the basement to about 10 people, he smashed the microphone into this small cut on his forehead and blood started pouring out of his forehead all over his face and it was quite quite a dramatic effect as you can imagine um musically it's sort of uh, uh heavy very heavy um doomy bits but mainly a bit more manic like some entombed touches um, a bit of sort of punky or hardcore sort of vibe. Live, they're incredible. Japan, uh, it's, it's a wonderful country with so many wonderful things, but Palm is, is one of them. So, yeah, I, I really like Palm. And if you can find them, or do you want me to play them? I'll cue yeah, them up. Yeah, I'm actually, I want to hear them. I'll cue them up. And yeah, every time they come to Australia, well, every time they've been to Australia, I've, been, I've gone and saw them. They're awesome. And they're really nice guys. Love Palm. You met them? Yeah, well, just after, because I had a T-shirt. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy's got our T-shirt. Um, Palm, P-A-L-M. Hmm. Let me just cue it up for you. I uh, saw him in a record store. Palm, palm. Have you heard of them? No, I haven't. All right, so well, there you, you got, go. Yeah, right, yeah you got one on me. Okay, well, it's nil all. Uh, so the first EP they had was, uh, what do we got? Progressive Collapse was a good one. My Gaze Met Gods. I'll just play My Gaze Met Gods. Pretty heavy. It's certainly not easy listening. They're Japanese. Japanese. Are they... Uh... Are they singing to us in... Uh... <laughs> it's English. In English or yeah, Japanese? English. Anyway, you get the idea. There's a, uh, a nice doomy breakdown in one of them. I'll save it for another time. But right, very good. Enough. Highly recommended. Palm. Palm. All right. My next one? Yep. Bob Log the Third. Yes, I've heard of him Stop and I've it. seen him live and a point for me. I've um, oh, seen him at Meredith Music Festival. Maybe twice, actually. I might have seen him twice. He... Um, yeah, good choice, mm. but yeah, yeah, you, I got gotcha. you. He plays like 
banjo-y, stringy stuff. He yeah. has people dancing with him, like yeah. dancers on stage with yeah, him. Yeah, he's got the, the, the spaceman helmet. Yeah, he does all that freaky stuff. He's supposed to throw beer bottles at Yeah, him he's like a one-man band, but right. a really cool one. And his apparently, legend has it, left hand was replaced with a monkey paw. Right. Just to... <laughs> It's on his website. I don't know what to say. Okay. Well, that explains a few so, things. All right, That's then. my excuse, too. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I'm one up on you. Yeah. Good choice, though. I should have held him till the end. <laughs> um, let me just get to my analog list here. Hmm. Bob Log, have I ever told you that I played at a Meredith Music Festival? I think I might have mentioned that once. I played at four, actually. Yeah. I don't normally, I normally sort of keep that stuff secret, but uh, it's true. Dern Rutledge. Heard of them? Uh, You're no. American. You're, have you heard of the term Dern Rutledge? Have you heard of the... I have not. It's got something to do with some product that you drink, I think. Can I see it in writing? Dern Rutledge. Is it from an ad for no some idea. alcoholic beverage or something? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Melbourne band, yeah, good. I'm glad you haven't heard of them. So, oh no, you, you just saw some other bands there. I didn't. All right. Actually, I can't. I can't read your writing. There are sort of. So, Dan Rutledge, hard rock stoner um, from Melbourne. The singer is Craig Westwood, who's also known as a very fine craft brewer. And there's a song called So Far From The Metal that is really simple, sort of in an ACDC kind of way. It's even got that Hell's Bells tolling bell, and it's great. And, like, any cover band could play it, but it's just... There's something about the simplicity of it. Um, and, yeah... I don't know. There's something to be said for simple, good tunes, I think. So, so far from the metal, Dern Rutledge. So there was a basketball player for Texas A&M named Deron Rutledge. <laughs> That's not him. No. <laughs> okay. I, no idea. I don't think he was in the band. I've got nothing. No. He went on to play for the ABA. Uh, no. All right. Well, anyway, All right. do you want to hear some or do you want to? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I've got some here. YouTube, you can find this stuff. They recently played a sort of reunion gig, actually. Would have been nice to be there. Reunion gig? So uh, they were uh, no longer with us uh, there for a while? Well, oh, they never made it. Like, they should have. So, yeah, their, their sort of big attempt to make it was an album called Johnny No Stars. Um, let me play So Far From The Metal and you'll see what I mean about simplicity. The tolling bell. I like it. 
See, we claim that in Australia that we the, invented the bells. Is <laughs> that, that you're doing? Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh yeah. It's basically one note at this point. Still one note. I don't think he's changed his hand position on the guitar at this point. No. Still one note. Alright, here we go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> no. And so it continues. Anyway, great live band, and um, yeah, they never made it, so you've never heard of them. Losing my pop shield here <laughs> could also be all right. an amazing band name. Um, all right, so my next one. Yep. All right, I've heard of one, so... Jay Munley and the Lupercalians. Ah, of course. Stop it. No? No, not all that right, one. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> not even a band, you just made that up. No, I didn't make that up. <laughs> Lupercalians, I'm not coming up with that. Uh, in fact, I got them here somewhere. The Lubricalians. Lubricalians. It's a wolf thing. Mm. So Lubricalians. Lubricalians. Okay. So Jay Munley is better known as the banjo player for uh, Slim Cessna's Auto Club. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has his solo gig. So the thing is, so I've seen... I've seen Slim Cessna. Yeah, in a car park. We all know the probably story. Like, <laughs> probably like three or four times. I saw him in Valencia, I saw him in a car park. Um, and they've got, they just, they, have you seen them? Do you no, know them? No. All right. So they, they put on an amazing show. But Jay Munley is sort of this, he, he, he I think he's Canadian, but this, it's a sort of, they call it like the Denver sound, and it's just sort of this just kind of, Dirty. Denver sound is dirty. Bluegrass, sort of, but it's mm. not. It's not full on. Well, here I'm gonna play some for you. But it's like a doomy bluegrass. Yeah. It's bluegrass meets doom. Right. And uh, let me let me figure out the perfect perfect one to put. Um, and he. Here we go. But anyway, he's got this sort of just this, this, this sound and this style, and it's this old-time gospel minister, and here we go. Hmm. So what's his name? His name's Jay Munley. Jay Munley. And then the band is the Lupercalians. Yeah, of course. Of <laughs> course. All right. Yeah, this is great for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can't be any worse than you scouring YouTube. <laughs> negative one. It's episode <laughs> negative one. Here we go. There's the banjo. Is that a banjo? There's a banjo. Doomy banjo. Right, if Peter Steele was going to start a bluegrass band, this is 
All right. Uh, I like it. Go. I like it, and I like the fact that I hadn't heard of it. Jay Munley. Jay Munley. All right. Expect to hear a bit of that coming from the house next door over the next few weeks. Jay Munley. Uh, all right. Next, me. My turn. Yep, let's hear it. Let me pull out my pen and paper list. See, I'm coming up on my last two that I was pretty sure you had uh, uh, heard. Bob Logman, everyone's heard of him. I know, the fact that you nailed me on choice two. Ooh, I think I'm going to reshuffle on the fly. Uh, I'm going with a band from my hometown. So we're getting into the point of my list now where you may have heard of some of these time will tell well we're about to find out uh damaged all right now damaged see i know oh have i mentioned them to you no all right so you have you heard of damage i know of a band damage all right no no not but damaged. damaged damaged it, it had already different. been done. Don't confuse those two. <laughs> All right, <laughs> then I don't. I don't th- I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna say no. Because I'm gonna claim them as Australia's greatest metal band. Really? Certainly, of the sort of more extreme variety. Uh, and the fact that they're from my hometown of Ballarat makes me very proud, very parochial. Um, the drummer in particular, uh, was, no, I know his nickname, Skits, Matt someone, Matt, can't remember his name, he used to practice in his garage and some friends from school used to hear him and say, oh, this guy, <laughs> out in his garage again, he'll never do anything, but he turned out to be an amazing drummer and just a great technically a great band unfortunately they never kept it together they had a lot of like just when they were on the cusp there's a (laughs) there's a a biography about them called the brutal truth which has the word brutal in it i would say two or three hundred times to describe their music as well as various synonyms of the word brutal you know probably another four or five hundred times it's a brutal band um, their first album was called Do Not Spit which was written on the walls of Flinders Street Station so when you arrived in Melbourne on the train and got out at the train station you would walk out into these tunnels where on the wall was written Do Not Spit and of course what do you think was covered all over the <laughs> the sign that said do not spit as you do yes as Australians do in the face of authority people spat <laughs> uh, so that was the album cover it was like a tiled wall with do not spit with some, you know flecks of spit all over it and um, great album uh, I'll play you a song called Nails if I can find it Nails. Nails. And the... Um, I'll play the start of Nails. Nails in the Cake of Lies is the sort of chorus. Not that you'd ever... 
understand it without a lyric sheet. But let me find it. Um, yeah, I remember seeing these guys when I was 18. And I oh, just a shame they, they never quite kept it together. They, they supported some big bands and they, they were on the cusp, but just fell apart a couple of times just as they were about to... To, to break it, I still think that I still think their EP was one of the biggest selling Australian metal albums of all time. But anyway, you can just listen to the drums, the kick in particular. Oh Jesus! Mm. That's the fast bit. They sort of break down every now and then into some big riffs. Of course, a telephone speaker is the best way to appreciate this sort of music. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the you get the idea with his feet, like yeah, man. Yeah. There we go. So are they not together anymore? No. They went on and did other things, but. Hmm. Yeah, they <laughs> the biography's an interesting read. Um, and, yeah. See, I, you're bringing in the local stuff. Yeah. Which, well, I, appre no, which I appreciate. Well, I, the only local I could bring in was Slipknot. Right. And I would have lost this game mm. long ago. All right. So my next one is Twilight Singers. Right. No? No. No? Nothing? All right. No. Uh, it's... Uh, do you know Greg Dooley? He was the he was with the Afghan Whigs, and this was one of his many side. Well, I think it started as sort of a heroin-induced side project, mm -hmm. but I'm not. Don't quote me on that. Um, and it, so it has that sort of that edge mm -hmm. and that. Uh, Afghan Whigs was what psychedelia or. Kind of, sort of, I know. I, I mean, don't really know the Afghan Whigs that well. All right, they were kind of... Trippy, sort of. Eh, kind of, sort of. But mm. here, I'll play Twilight Singers for you. Just a little bit. So, but you're not telling me about the Afghan Whigs. You're telling no, I'm me telling you about Twilight Singers. Right. That was just, I was using Afghan mm. Whigs as a touch point, if mm. you had known them. But... Yeah, it's not playing. God damn it. There, there it go. is. That's, that's got a real 80s kind of feel to it. it Am does, I wrong? But he keeps, no, 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 it does. But it's just, but it still just maintains this dirty sound throughout the whole, right. throughout the entire album. You like your dirty sounds. I do like the Denver dirty. sound. That's, like that's the, not the Denver I'm, sound. I'm sorry. No, it's a different sound. This is New Orleans. Different dirty. Different dirty. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so there it is. Twilight Singers. Well, credit where it's due. I haven't heard of them. That's what you've definitely heard of. <clears throat> but I want to. You want to play anything else from them? No, I'm queuing up my next band. So oh, we okay. don't have these awkward silences. Yeah. Ah, uh, who cares? <laughs> they're either going to listen or they're not. It's part of our shtick, awkward silence. 
<laughs> if you've made it this far. <laughs> All right, I got a prop because part of part of my uh, sort of philosophical part of the sort of philosophical underpinnings for wanting to start this project was to encourage people to buy the physical media. Mm. And I bought the physical media for this album recently. It's a 2006 or maybe seven album. Um, oh no, 2005. Uh, the band is Red Sparrows. You've heard of them, haven't you? No. Oh yes, I was sure you were gonna say yes. Um, a little bit of see one of my favourite bands of all time is Isis yes which is a classic case of a band's name that didn't age well <laughs> right I used to wear an Isis t-shirt around and I that uh, I'm not sure I'd wear that through an airport at least anymore <laughs> met with uh, met with mixed Mixed reaction. I there guess. are a few other... Like, remember when Anthrax were going to change their name? I do. Hmm? I do. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't. Um, so, post-ISIS, uh, guys went their separate... Certain people went their separate ways. This... Who's... Who? Jeff Caxide, I think, was the ISIS guy that went on in, uh, for one album, at least, with Red Sparrows. But uh, instrumental... And I've been listening to a lot of instrumental stuff lately, partly because I find it easier to correct maths tests when, I, when, I'm, when there's no lyrics. Um, and this has been the CD in my car over the last month or so as my wife has given birth to our second child. So every drive to and from the hospital has been accompanied by Red Sparrow. So it's going to be one of those songs that takes me back to a moment, or one of those albums that takes me back to a moment in time, a moment in my life. Um, I love the bass player, and you're a bass player, so I'd encourage you to have a listen to Jeff Caxide's bass in this. Um, a lot of the time it really drives the song, uh, and the guitar is just sort of providing a bit of uh, atmospheric stuff over the top. Um, I mean, instrumental's hard because... Can I see that? Yeah, yeah, have a look at the, the prop. Pro uh, another thing that works well on podcasts is props, by the way. <laughs> it's me looking at the, <laughs> uh, the liner notes of a CD. Yeah, props and um, people listening to YouTube on their phones. That's what I read in How to Do Good Podcasts. Where are they from? Uh, the US. If you want me to be more specific. No, I see this. It was recorded in San Francisco. Yeah, it's got a San Francisco vibe to it. Is it dirty? <laughs> it's not dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not dirty. I think Caxide these days does movie soundtracks, and it, it does have a lot, you know, it does sort of ebb and flow like, like a movie, movie soundtrack. It's very side. symphonic. I'm not going to play anything for you. It'll no. take too long, but um, I can't wait to get into their later albums. I can't believe I missed them at the time, but that's part of... What we're doing on Unshuffled is going back and picking up on bands that we should have listened to, that we didn't. Um, and I, 
Yeah, Red Sparrows. I'm intrigued. Yeah, really good. How many albums do they have? They've got four or five, I don't know, maybe more. Is this the first one? They've had a few. Yeah, that's their first. And, um, like, the names of their songs, so they, <laughs> they're so pretentious, and I love it. So the na- <laughs> they wrote a poem, and, the, and it's like each line of the poem is a, is a name of their songs. So this is about, oh, let me, so the first song is, uh, alone and unaware, the landscape was transformed in front of our eyes. That's track one. <laughs> <laughs> track two, buildings began to stretch wide across the sky and the air filled with a reddish glow. I'll spare you the rest, but it, you know, it's this sort of poem about the sixth extinction uh, so, yeah, very uplifting stuff. <laughs> the sixth what? Extinction? Sixth extinction, yeah. Oh, all right. Mm. So something to look forward oh. to. <laughs> nice thing to be thinking about yeah. when you're welcoming a, a newborn into right, the world. Right, right. Mm. But uh, great album and highly recommended. Your turn. All right. So here's my last one. Mm. Um, I'm leading at the moment, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm aware. One nil. I'm aware. And this, this, mm. this isn't going to do me any favors, I don't think. Sunny Day Real Estate. No, Nothing. still one nil. Still one nil. Oh, all right, then. Crickets. Crickets. Um, this is just to go back to the, uh, the bass player. Mm. This, uh, the bass player for this band was huge. They had, the, they had an album called The, the Pink Album. Mm. came out in 1995. And it was hugely influential on sort of even how I viewed playing the instrument. Which instrument? The bass. Right. And uh, the reason... You are a multi-instrumentalist, let it be known. (laughs) None of them well. (laughs) The, uh, but so the bass player for the band actually has sent, and this is where I thought I was going to get burned on this because he's since gone on to play. He's now the bass player for the Foo Fighters. Right, and he does not do near like the just the cool things he did for uh, for this band. I'm trying to figure out what song to play. They got they they kind of drift emo, but the bass it's all right. The bass always stays. I'm okay with that. That's okay. They're allowed to. <laughs> nope, that's not the one I wanted. What is emo anyway? Uh, Angsty. There it is. It's not emo. That's like. Uh, well, when he si- when he when he when the singing starts, we're like, yeah, yeah, right. It's like primacy, sort of. So very bass heavy, bass yeah. bass driven. Yeah, that sounds. Start to finish, the bass on that. Yeah, album that's good bass. Just is incredible, and he does not do any of that with the Foo Fighters. Mm. He's not allowed. Not probably not allowed. Mm. Dave's put his foot down. <laughs> he said, "Stop <laughs> that." I'm the star. All right, give me your last one. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Was there a bit of Jane's addiction in that one? Just. No, in the vocals, maybe. Maybe. Bit of Perry Farrell. Maybe. 
uh, sort of a toned down Perry Farrell. Mm. Let me just uh, bring up my written list here. I had a few others. Honorable mentions? Yeah, I had some honorable mentions. You've heard of Old Man Gloom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm glad I didn't. Was that one of your honorable mentions? Yeah, that was uh, an honorable yeah. mention. I'm glad I didn't go for them. And I was going to go, I thought, more local stuff, but that's not fair. Um, so the last band I've gone for is a recent discovery of mine called Riff Lord. Riff Lord, one yeah, word. No, I heard you. I heard mm. you. Haven't heard of them? No. Oh, man. So what? So what can I tell you about them? Not much other than I just heard this album and I really Riff liked Lord. it. Riff Lord. Apparently, I feel like I should. Yeah. How cool is the name? And they're, they're big um, Sabbath sort of Of course they are. Fans. They actually sample uh, like an interview with Tony Omi on one song called The Riff Man Cometh. Um, I think they're kind of studio junkies, almost like studio perfectionists. Um, and it took a, apparently it took a, lot, a long time to get this album out because it was they were just in the studio layering track upon track and tightening it up and I mean it's so it's so damn tight um, let me find a song for you but yeah I really like them um, the riff man cometh the riff man cometh um, there's a li- you'd like them actually They're, it's got a bit of a southern I don't know they must be from the south somewhere I don't All know right. much about them apologies but um, there's a little bit of that southern bluegrassy feel to it at times. And then there's just some massive Sabbath riffs at other times. Um, the Riff Man Cometh. Nice build up. Oh yeah, it's it needs it sound good on your uh, Sonos section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, big, we some, big sound. Get some low end on that. Yeah, it's it's huge. So just I don't know, not a well known band, but just I just love the sound. You know, I'm a big sound freak, and that's um, yeah, just swinging, swinging riffs. Huh. Really good. So Thanks. All right. Well, you won something. I don't know what it is. Uh, I won. <laughs> I won. Mm. Mm. We'll tell you what the prize was in episode zero. Um, all right, so we're done here. Hopefully, um, if you're listening. Well, we should queue up episode zero, by the way. Yes. Episode zero will be where we finally, we, we get to the root of it, what it is we're going to do. Mm. We, we lay out those bands yep. that we want to dive deep into and figure mm-hmm. out which one we're going to explore for uh, episode one. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's been a long time coming, episode zero, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I've enjoyed tonight. I hope you have too. If you're listening, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you all soon for episode zero.